through clarity. Hello, hello. Welcome to Under the Table Talk with yours truly, Sierra and Ethan. Brought to you by the Believe Network. Let's get into it. That's the neck of your life. What's up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Under the Table Talk. We have a very special guest today. She is beyond striking, one of the most beautiful guests we've ever had. She is the stunning, talented social media influencer, actor, and model, Brianna Farringer. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Thank How'd you. We do? Was that pretty good? Yeah, that was good. I wasn't expecting it to be like so spot on that quick. <laughs> I it literally just pulled. I, I didn't either. I didn't expect it. Either. I've always said that like one of my one of my th- I'm not famous by any stretch of the imagination, and uh, but I do know that like if I were ever to be like a world renowned public speaker, I'm good mm-hmm. to go. Like that is yeah. my forte. Um, you but could. Uh, talking on the spot is your jam. I do. I just everything I say is on the spot. So. Nice. That's where we're at. But thank you for joining us. Yeah, welcome. I mean, have you ever been on a podcast underneath the table? I know you're not under the table yourself, but yeah, should I get under my table? That would be <laughs> that would really make for some inner. You'd be the first Zoom guest we had actually go full in and under the table. You would, but you don't have to. It's not required. Okay. <laughs> um. So you're by way of Nashville. Congrats! You recently moved to Nashville, so chops up yeah, to that. How are you? Amazing. How are you liking the scene? We always kind of like we we do a lot of talk about like dating on the show and stuff. So like, what's that new when you shift scenes? Like, what's that new scene like? I mean, you're totally now in the country world. I know you came from Atlanta, so I don't know how different it may be, but Nashville's kind of more of a preppier country. Do you notice yeah. that in the men? Yeah. So I'm from like a little bit south of Atlanta. So okay. It's not too too different, but it's. It kind of is just because like after high school, I did a college for like a year in South Georgia and I was like, forget this, I'm out. <laughs> so I moved to the beach. So I lived in Charleston for a while, Beautiful. went from Charleston to Tampa, back to Georgia for a little bit and then here. So it's definitely a lot different, but I like this scene better. I'm not like a club kind of girl. So yeah. everywhere else, that's kind of what the vibe was. True dive bars and bar stools so it's nice see that, that and i also love the live music element of like, i love the live music yeah does it make it more 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 like more romantic is that weird for me is it romantic? um i get for a date like meet someone oh yeah i guess like on a date and then like think about it I feel like you meet a guy out in that situation and like there's live music playing and i feel like there's the opportunity for like that band that song to be like a moment in your like timeline i agree it's true well, a lot of live music isn't about drug sex and alcohol so yeah yeah young thugs not performing at uh, honky tonk on thursday night i've never uh, been in nashville actually i was supposed to go actually for my mom's 50th birthday um but covid happened um uh, dang covid you know like two months before her birthday and so we had to cancel the whole trip and yeah i just have not been back since but i've heard amazing things i have actually have a, i have a couple of friends that are trying to move to nashville right now from la Oh, really? Get out of There's LA. There's a lot of people that moved from LA recently. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. of what you were saying. It's just like the the attitude and atmosphere of it is yeah. better. Everyone's so nice here. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sure. I uh, Another one I am curious about being a female, um, and me not being one, we're trying. But um, <laughs> but, but there's so many bachelorette parties in Nashville. Oh, does that like, does that bachelorette 
fever. So I guess wife fever, engagement fever, like kick in like on your night out or just living there now in general. Like, do you wake up on a Tuesday morning being like, I want to be a bachelorette. I want to be a wife. I want to be all the, those things. Does that happen like most often or is that not a real? Um, no, because I see the bachelorette parties. That I was say, do you see them every day? I feel like you would see them every day. I mean, I definitely have all the themes written down now. I I've- love that. <laughs> Like, I was gonna ask if you like if you cop yeah. any sashes like you like wear like maid of honor sash I, I'm all in for a good sash yeah uh, yeah the sashes are cool there was one where I think these girls dressed up as like every NBA player and it was wow. so funny like bald caps oh, that's wow. wow giant clothes <laughs> it was so funny and they that's hilarious yeah I like, like grandmas I like the yeah, funny I like the funny ones and they're yeah. not like serious I've been seeing yeah. the serious ones all over my like social medias where it's like, oh, we're doing lace and leather today. And I'm like, <laughs> can we not? Like, yeah, no. like can you just be NBA players? players? Yeah. Like I you, I would like to do like Mario Kart theme. Like everyone Ooh, gets like a, they all you all create one. your own little like box race car and then you dress up as like Mario, Luigi, and yeah. like, all those characters. That would be good. That would have to yeah, be like my I, bachelorette trip. I want it to be like remembered by not only me. But probably by, not but others right yeah <laughs> other people. Like, everybody oh, around. yeah like you maybe get caught on somebody else's tiktok they're like look at this bachelorette yeah. party and by the way living in nashville when your bachelorette party does come will it not be in nashville absolutely not where it's where not. are we th- just out of curiosity i know we're planning way ahead out of the country out of the oh that's what i was thinking too but i was like that might i feel bad making my friends pay like so much money nah, that's why they love you that's why your friends love you yeah i think what i'll do is like pay for my maid of honor and yeah, then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have everyone else. I'm like, y'all have a lot of years to start saving up. So, right? So, like, <laughs> start now. Start yeah, now. Start now. Um, would you say like Mexico out of the country or like Europe like out Europe. of the country? Um, she goes to Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I would honestly do somewhere like really, dope. really tropical, like in the Caribbean. Caribbean. Oh, that'd be dope. Ooh, that would be so nice. That would be dope. So, like, I, I dabble back and forth between, because I don't want to do any big cities. I don't no. want to do, like, Miami, Nashville, Vegas. Like, they've been yeah. so done. <laughs> like, it's getting heinous. It's like, so last decade. Like, I would do Canada or uh, a lot of people, I guess, have been going up to Bend, Oregon. Oh. For some, it's, like, a new, like, semi-popular spot, weirdly. I'm like, okay. if I can just pick somewhere off the map. But, again, we've got years. Yeah. <laughs> we've got, yeah, we've, we've got a while. Got you should that. just do it in my hometown of Deerfield, Illinois. No. We have one bar, and I'm pretty sure it's closed. So you can't get in the <laughs> So why would I go there? I don't know. They have a good bagel in the morning. No. They have a great spa, actually. That I that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Renew spa you can talk up Deerfield, Illinois. well you said you were picking random places so i just was like if i can think of a random normal place okay 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 well bend oregon is not normal i mean (laughs) have you ever heard of Deerfield? no i haven't that's honestly the first time in that might be portland and bend those are the only cities so portland and bend like i like portland we know i know portland yeah hippie capital okay how about we portland i'm not going to deerfield and it's okay And she's not going to Nashville, so at least I don't feel that. But like, yeah. we, I don't want to go anywhere where I'm going out every single night. Like that's like my last weekend to spend with my girls. So I'd rather do it somewhere like that, like where we're isolated. Yeah, we want to remember. Y- yeah. <laughs> semi. <laughs> semi. 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 There's got to be bits and pieces. To have this bachelorette, and it's so funny because we have a completely other topic that I'm going to find my way to segueing to, mm-hmm. but 
kind of interested on this topic right now. <laughs> uh, it on having a bachelorette party, there has to be that partner on the other side that you get to. And again, I'm just doing a Nashville centered question right here. And you know what? That's unfair. I think the country demographic spans more than out of Nashville. But could you see yourself marrying a country singer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, oh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, gentlemen who are watching this show, start learning <laughs> your vocals. Um, but here's a, here's a good, this is going to be like a two-way Ethan just thinks of random things. Would you want to have dated a country singer and break up with them? And then your second one be your husband? Because I think the music the first one would make about you would be like chart topping. Hmm. But you're not you see what I'm saying? anything yeah. from that. Well, I don't, sorrow. I got to tell you, if I was on a Taylor Swift album and it was about me and our breakup, kind of proud. Which which one? <laughs> uh, right. I think uh, I'm twenty. I'm the song twenty two is about me. I think oh, for sure. She blank, blank spaces. Blank spaces was written about absolutely about Ethan Rose. Whole album about you. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. But I'm okay with Travis Kelsey being her new man. Like that's. But that's what I'm saying. Like, would you like me to too. be? Yeah. Would you like to be on? Would you like to be on somebody's country album? Essentially. Um. Brianna. Yeah, but in like a respectful way, right? Not, uh, I want a breakup song about me. I want you to. I want to be. Yeah, your, I don't want to break like, up. I song. want you to write about me and be like, all of my songs are literally dedicated to my beautiful. She woman. came from Georgia, that sweet peach. Brianna took my heart. Now I don't know the rest of how we do. It, <laughs> not terrible, but not. Yeah. See, see, no, no, no. I can do. Uh, I can do public speaking. Can't do. Like I don't know. I'm not. Music, not I'm not musical at all. Singers. That was. <laughs> That was as good as I was going to get it. But okay, so it wasn't bad. Just wanted to clear up how country works for you. Um, Anyways, so you and I met this mm -hmm. summer. We met with a friend of the pod, somebody who's been on the show, Damien Power. Shout out. Shout out, Damien. Um, and we met conveniently almost at the exact life situation in both of our lives going on at the same time. You had just gone through a breakup. I was just going through a breakup. And Honestly, I've been waiting to do this podcast for so long. But in fairness, this sounds inter like weird, right? It sounds weird. But in fairness, <laughs> yeah. I kind of needed to see, at least for me, I was, and this is why I asked you well before we recorded if you're okay with this. I needed to see what like that breakup process looked like afterwards in terms of like healing my emotions and all these things. And you, your last relationship was your like one of your longest and very important to you. And you went through a breakup, and I definitely have gotten to see how you have done the year since breaking up. Mm -hmm. I think breaking up is a big thing. Everyone's going to go through it at some point, unless you're the lucky one who married your middle school sweetheart. And if you've done that, that's pretty unbelievable. Um, that's crazy. But it's something that, it's something that people go through. doesn't matter gender, religion, ethnicity. Like everyone's going through a breakup. Right. Um, and it was interesting meeting you because you actually were super helpful that night. I think we had a great night. It was super fun getting to know you and like kind of like broke down. You break down like a barrier. When you meet a stranger, you never know where that conversation is going to go. And it was kind of cool that we we're going through the same thing at the same time. And I'm just curious on a scale of one to 10, but more just in like conversationally speaking, like how has it been post breakup? Like how, like, have you how noticed you like, yeah, how are you doing <laughs> to start? And like, I'm assuming it comes with ebbs and flows. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like a wave. There's days where I get up and I'm like, hell yeah. Like I got this, whatever. And then there's other days where I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with like moving here, which is the place like where my relationship at the time was by myself, not knowing anyone else other than the people that I met through that person. 
it got a little bit difficult and like going out, everyone's like, you're so-and-so's ex. Oh, you're so-and-so's ex. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just want to be known as B. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like I said, there's good days, there's bad days. Um, I think mindset kind of has a really big thing to do with that. Like mm-hmm. I would say distractions, like there's good distractions and there's bad distractions, like good distractions, going on a routine, getting a nice healthy schedule, meeting new people like grabbing hold of those new opportunities. And then there's bad distractions. Like, you know, the saying to get over someone, you get under someone else or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Um, no. Yeah. My I'm big glad thing you is- brought it up. Like the distractions. And I like that you use the phrasing distractions. Cause I was using a lot of phrases like falling back into my vices. And I think I've teetered on the line of both of them. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I was just having this conversation. I think in a breakup, if you can find your way to self-help, and like do all this like self-healing and where it may be selfish to like the rest of your circle because you're so focused on like making your mind right, sometimes your body right, all this stuff. Like that's the healthy distraction and the healthy focus. And then there's me who I know for a fact, I fell into like those bad distractions. Like it's, and I don't know how yours went and like, again, details how you want to like, present it but like I know I was doing my best to be healthy like when I met you I felt better in mindset and then Mm -hmm. after like about three weeks I went and took like a trip to Chicago New York and all this stuff and fell into the work like I let every bad distraction like fill my brain fill my time fill my mind so like it I I don't know I like it was like a roller coaster for me which was difficult and I don't know if that like I mean it's that's like true. normal for people though people that are like oh I'm just fine right after I'm like no you're not yeah, there's you're no not way and if you are teach me <laughs> right yeah. like then you obviously did not like the other person no <laughs> if you're yeah. Fine. yeah there was yeah, no I feel like life is a roller coaster so like even if you don't go through a breakup you're gonna have good days and bad days you're gonna mm-hmm. have things that are going to distract you from like your regular life that are good and that are bad. And I feel like when going through a breakup, it's just hard because I mean, if you really cared about that person, it's a lot, but if you, especially if you loved that person, like love is literally a drug. Like I like having have had that feeling. It's something that I now like chase. Like I'm so excited. Or when I see other people in that beginning stage where like they actually like someone else, I'm like, I don't even know what that feels like anymore. Like I need to know, like, you know, it's, it's hard. I mean, it's, you're literally coming off of a drug that you had for so long and now you're just back to reality and you don't have someone to talk to every day and hang out with. Yeah. That messed me up a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's like crazy. Like, not all you want to do is call that yeah. person too. You're just like, oh my god, I usually call like him or her like at person this time, like every day. I was so laying in bed with that up. person every like night. Like it's just yeah. like a different. I like not to be horrifically morbid, but it it's a, almost like a death in your life, right? And yeah. I don't. Yeah, mine's interesting in the sense that like I every relationship that I've had end, and if any of my exes watch the show or girls I've been with want to counter it feel free but I like I hope so but <laughs> I like it comes in yeah, like, <laughs> like I I have a pretty I have a, a relationship with everybody post it and like I think only recently has it I think I've learned that that's probably because I didn't like hit certain milestones in the relationship with them and I'm good at staying cordial and stuff but really when you break up with somebody it is like a death because it's like a loss like you are supposed to like 
ceased mm-hmm. communication, stopped talking. Like mm-hmm. your life completely alters because you were in this bubble and now it is shattered and you're kind of off creating a new bubble without that person and with the people who are still like around in your life. So yeah, again, not to be more, it's like grieving. Like you go through the grieving process and I don't know, for me, I, I never like do grieving well. I'm very big, shut. she knows this. I shut down real hard. Yeah, yeah, I do not show emotion and that's not like the healthiest thing I could do. Like I bottle everything up and now I've learned to release that, but yeah, it, I mean, it's hard it when is. you're just like, you kind of just want to sulk. I mean, for me, like I was like a sulker. Like I literally oh, yeah. was just like, I'm not well. Like, I mean, like I lost a bunch of weight. Like I wasn't really eating. I had anxiety yeah. every day, like over just like this loss of a person. I just like, wasn't mm-hmm. well, I didn't want to be around anybody. And normally I'm, I can be the other way where I'm like, no, I need to distract myself with my friends and my family and the things that I like to do. But it was like, nothing. I was like, nothing matters. (laughs) (laughs) This is ridiculous. You know, and it's just like, it takes so long and everybody's so different, but I like what you said, where you're like, you have to create, you know, some type of schedule or like Mm -hmm. a healthy habit to like get you out of that mindset. Otherwise it's so easy to just kind of fall into something that's not so great for you, you know? Yeah, that's why like everyone after was like, you're new to Nashville. Like there's so many people who are go out and meet someone. And I'm like, I'm still very hurt by the yeah. situation. I'm like, yeah. that saying hurt people hurt people is so, so true. true. So true. Like I'm I did. I met like this really cool guy, but I told him I was like, I'm not mentally okay with like relationship stuff right now. And yeah. I know all I'm gonna do is one, compare you to so and so. Oh, every so time. True. Every yeah, time. and I'm like, I don't want to do that to you. Like, that's the last thing. Like, why would I want to put you through the pain that I'm going through when I know how bad it sucks? Yeah. And it's just it's not like fair. So also very mature, like a mature way of thinking, you know, because like you said, like to get over somebody, get under somebody, a lot of people do the opposite. And they're like, yeah. no, I'm just going to like funnel into that. Like well, I, I said, have... don't get under someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I thought I... you to call me out. I was like, uh, no, you're right. 100%. <laughs> I do think it happens. I mean, more for guys than girls. Like yeah, we, but I think you guys think that like we without emotion behind it, and I'm sure there are guys like that. Like, so for instance, yeah. when the guy breaks up with the girl, I'm sure he, in most tenses, if he's a fuck boy or a douche, yeah, he doesn't really have the problem of going out and doing it. But like, for instance, I was broken up yeah. with and like you were saying, anytime I'd have an interaction out after that, like I'm thinking about the person comparing it and then also can just yeah. tell that like, unless they they just aren't getting any like positivity or good energy out of me. Not yeah. that, like, not that I don't want to share that with people and be happy and fake and nice with everybody when I'm down, but like they weren't going to get anything real out of me. Like I wasn't in the space for it. No, I also think the other worst thing post any breakup is in the downfall of like any type of social media is seeing your ex oh, doing that's... anything else. And yeah. with, it doesn't even matter if it's with another human or not. If they literally post that they got a coffee or something like at a coffee shop. I'm like, oh my God, like there's someone probably there. Like who's there? Like, what is like, what is he doing? Like, how is this going on? Like, you know, and it's just, it's so hard to process. I mean, I had a horrible, horrible habit and I still do sometimes, but (laughs) my ex and I broke up, he like six months later ish or so ended up meeting someone else. And they've honestly been dating since and she actually is like an influencer type person. So she's very, very present on social media all over. She's always posting. So instead of creeping on my ex, <laughs> I creep on her 
every like every day to the point where it was like sick like it would literally make me ill like watching I was she would never post him but I knew his house you know I'm right. like oh my god that's his pool that's his backyard <laughs> that's his like like I mean women I were like we can be crazy like guys can be yeah. crazy too Brown is like no, I've never. It was like, <laughs> real- yeah, definitely. What's your, what's, what was your social media habits like post the breakup? Like mine was simple, easy cut ended with like us blocking each other, not negatively, but because she, my ex was an influencer to a degree and posting all the time. She knew I didn't want to see any of it. And I, I yeah. wouldn't have, I would have muted her anyways, but we just didn't, we didn't have any social media correspondence. I, what, what was it like for you? We kept each other on all social media. Um, it was, we didn't want to completely cut. I mean, we cared about that person for a reason. And it's right. not like we yeah. had like some nasty breakup. No, totally. It was, and it was a breakup, but whatever. Um, so no, I kept him on there. I enjoyed like still being able to see like what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I did kind of like go deeper than I should sometimes, <laughs> but I mean, it's... we all do that. Um, <laughs> like the apple. It's, what, it's like the Adam and Eve apple thing. You always want what you can't, or yeah. not want what you can't have, but more like, your curiosity peaks yeah yeah it does but then later down I think I want to say it was like maybe a month after we broke up it was my or no it was like a month and a half after we broke up it was my birthday and I went out like on the boat with like him and his friends for my birthday so much fun for me (laughs) um, what a birthday yeah (laughs) what a setup and um after that I like because I thought at the time I was like, you know, what? it's fine. Like we can just be friends for now. That does not work. No. Um, not that soon. No, no, no. But I, whatever, went on the boat, realized after the boat day that like I was down bad. Yeah. So then I had told, I just, I blocked him on everything for like a good two weeks just so I couldn't do that. Like fight, or I had to fight through the temptation of unblocking him and like looking what he was doing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, but I recently unblocked him. Like, I see some of his stuff pop up on my for you page. It's still sometimes I'm like, Ugh, it makes it's me mad. But it's not mad like, but like, it's hard. Does you like? Does your gut like? I get the like stomach ache. My chest gets tight. Yeah, like it's so weird how your body reacts to like your mm-hmm. mental strength. Like, yeah, I think the, the I think the positives though from it is, I mean, it sounds like at least the three of us have had very healthy breakups. Mm-hmm which I almost think makes everything 20 times harder because like, I just want to hate you. Like I yeah. literally would way rather hate you and be able to like, oh, yeah, I would have you know, way rather been cheated on easier because yeah. you did, you wronged me so, so bad, but it's like, no, we actually just, the relationship fully just did not work out mm-hmm. and we're not supposed to be together. And like, that just really sucks because we yeah. were having a great time. And it's always like, what ifs for me? That's oh, what the, yeah. that's, so that's oh, what yeah. happens again. Thank you, therapy. And thank you breakups for bringing me to therapy. Mm-hmm. But like, that's when I was going through the breakup with my therapist, she goes, yeah, there was nothing that ended your relationship negatively. In fact, yeah. you guys like left it so peacefully and like, kind of just like door open. What ifs, like, why are these things happening? How did the universe pick timing like this? Um, and so when you get stuck with it, what ifs, that's when you're like really alone and you're sitting and oh, just. Yeah. The li- like for some reason, what if has so many different endings to that statement? Like it, it just and it'll just keep going. I know. And it's uh, you were saying like sulking, getting emo- like 
what when you're talking about your emotions like did you ever let them out? like were you okay at letting them out alone and stuff like i even struggled with that initially but boy oh boy do i love a good cry in the shower that's like my <laughs> i, I like, always cry in the shower for like six months there's I gotta be to like God. no better place to sing and no better place to cry than the shower yeah well just because like usually you cry when you're down and when you're in the shower you're already standing up and I'm like, well, <laughs> I feel like this is a little bit more healthy for me, right? Something. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, I let a good cry out. I met like my new roommate that lives with me here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. She's an awesome girl, and she definitely helped me through a lot. And there's times where we'd sit on the couch, and she'd look at me, and she's like, "Do you want to cry?" I'm like, "Okay." So we'd turn on a sad oh, movie and just start crying. So sweet. sweet, but it was like a sweet cry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you gotta let out a good a good tear. Little off yeah. base here, but like, how do you rate your guys's like cries? Like, I can. Oh, I, no. What I mean by that is like, I'm an ugly, I'm an ugly crier, and don't oh, really I'm for sure an ugly crier. If someone like, have you ever met someone that's cute? Have you ever seen like Rachel McAdams or like any like movie actors when they like tear and like it's such a soft? I know it's like the slow trouble. one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There okay, is yeah. like I know it's acting. I know it's, <laughs> but like, don't you no. wish you could cry in a beautiful fashion? Kardashian, the, yeah. it's like one. extra eye drops in her one eye for the one perfectly to that's it, for the one tear. Oh, you're Kim. Yeah. Gar- I'm Michael Jordan meme. When I'm oh yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. What, that's. Oh. that's uh, I my face down in my pillow just crying. <laughs> I. It's so funny. I don't think this makes me a hypochondriac, but like, I would love to be a pillow face crier, but I'm always worried I'm going to suffocate down there. So I just, I, yeah. you know, I, I never get I it. would love to do that too, or like pillow scream, but yeah, I'm like scared. I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, just, you're like, scream around is like, are you guys stupid? Just pull the pillow up before you need, <laughs> you need to breathe. No, you, you put the edge of the pillow, like at the tip of your nose and just like your eyes crying. <laughs> just, it's down. Yeah, keep that space for the mouth, you know? Just like, you move the like, pillow and it's like a drool spot. And I'm like, oh. Or if I cry <laughs> laying down and then like it's all like it just gets everywhere yeah. and I can't see and I'm like oh, I have to sit up and like <laughs> it's not like we also have a shark tank invention like cry pillow oh yeah like, we make a circular pillow with an open hole in the middle one because it could still be practical for sleeping purposes but what you can do is you like put your snout and it's like a, a sleep mask and so you just put your face in it and so like you just cry all you want there and then you have the Jeez. option there's like room for breath. So like, if you want to scream into it, like scream in your pillow, you put your face down on the bed and then you scream. But if you don't and you want to just breathe like Sierra and I, you just have that opening. You just like cry facing up, basically. <laughs> just like the pillow in your face. I mean, we can- I don't know if that sells it, but that please. seems like- <laughs> Do you ever cry like, well, obviously like when you have makeup on and you like purposefully like move all your makeup around just to make it look worse that you feel yeah. worse? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's- this I'm like that's true. My hands and my hands are like black, and like I've got like the black on like the tips of. My oh yeah. Hands. I'm like, oh okay, it's fine. How do I look? <laughs> look great. Yeah, uh, I that would be fun. It's not, not the crying part, but like I, I, not being a man, not being a man with makeup experience in my life. I do feel like I could turn into like a football thing where I could just smear it straight down, and it looks. Oh like, yeah, I always do it. It's the straight down. I'm like ready to sack a quarterback, or, or something. it's the like the crying eyeliner where it goes yeah, straight, up. Goes straight up i'm like i'm snatched so that's crying one um, but I, I actually want to go back to the what ifs yeah. i feel like i maybe have said this i maybe have said this on this podcast before but a friend of mine learned this from her therapist 
because we all go through the what ifs and a breakup or like anything in life with any relationship or job or like whatever you're dealing with at the time, whenever you're thinking about like the potentials and like the what ifs and blah, 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 turn your what ifs into an even if. So yeah. it's like, even Ooh, if yeah. this doesn't work out, like I'm still going to be okay. Or, okay. you know, like, yeah. like, cha- like, again, like we said way earlier, but it's a mindset. Like you really yeah. have to like try and get yourself out. And it's so hard to pull yourself out of that hole. But if you just change the what ifs to so like, well, like, even if he meets someone else, like I will meet someone else too. And we'll both be happy and it'll be fine. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's power. Way to go. That's some great advice yeah, for this was, podcast. If, if anybody listens to that segment right there, it's great. That's what we want. That's like great advice. Um, <laughs> even if. It's just like one small shift that you can just like make to just maybe make you feel a little bit better. Like, I mean, in the end, we all know, like, we're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's not going to ruin us forever, but it Am just I gonna so be fine? sucks. Am I going to be okay? It just sucks in the moment. <laughs> um, yeah. It does yeah. suck in the moment and moments begin to suck. And that's a great segment, Ethan, or segue, Ethan. Um, I was thinking, so I might, this might just be neurotic on my own end, but like certain things go off the table like after a breakup even like so much as so is like i will stop doing certain things stop listening to certain things stop watching certain things and i'm just curious if that's in your guys's like realm at all for instance because it like reminds you of that person oh my god like i can't listen to noah khan and he and his sky oh. rise is only oh, going higher fantastic. like it's just <laughs> only going up like when it was introduced to me like he was still doing like kind of the indie circuit hadn't like gotten lava palooza yet yeah like it was just like very small school and like all of his music is so about relationships and it was like i it killed me to i could not listen to him without getting emotional and so like that's a shining example of like i literally didn't listen to it like i stopped i just cut him off playlist all that stuff do you guys have like things like that like even a drink or a food item or like any any care to care to part and share with we had like the the same drink we both love rum I don't know if I can say that, but yeah. Love you can, you can literally um, say anything so on this podcast. <laughs> the beach, yeah, I forgot you can cut them out. Um, the beach. Going to the beach was hard because that's where we spent like a lot of our time together. That's rough. That's we tough. love the beach. I was gonna too. say we love the beach. We love the beach. I know. I'm like, I guess my bachelorette party is gonna be in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> no See? beach for you. <laughs> I, made a good, I made a good suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely say like the beach. There are some songs that still get me, but I don't also, turn when you're off going anymore. through a breakup, you've never listened to so, music oh, so no. <laughs> so hard. You're like, oh my God, this song's about me. Like every song <laughs> I listen to after a breakup, I'm like, oh my God, I got to turn on something else. Like I can't listen to this. Yeah, imagine dating an artist, learning the way the music's written uh, and oh everything, learning to listen for like the hooks and the melody and like all that crap. And uh, the girl's out the door like uh the amount of times I cried like on the way to work just playing like something so simple like I any any literally any song and I was just like oh my god my life's over (laughs) it's it's funny because like so Noah Khan is like kind of I don't know what he is like he there's some version of there's like a pop country slash indie folk thing about him But what I turn to is I turn to country music, like you're saying, for some reason, like country no, music slaps music. the lyrics of like everything you're going this. through, like whether it be like a who shout out to your DMs and uh, <laughs> Ooh, don't put that in there. <laughs> we'll bleep. We'll bleep. We bleep everything on this show. Um, but uh, watching this and he's like, 
she told. <laughs> well, it's great. We we always need one censorship item in our show. It gets oh, yeah. people excited. Perfect. So that'll be, I mean, we had some other person who was with a celebrity and I fully said his name and like, it just made for great censorship. But, uh, <laughs> but, any, but again, like any of those country artists, just like they, they drive it home. They're like, it's almost like personalized music for they you. Do well. yeah. They do well. They know how to tug your heartstrings every damn time. But like, honestly, any genre of music. Cause I also really I really like chill house music, yeah, like all the time. I like that, and <laughs> like it's 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 calm music, but it's got a good beat to it. But then you don't ever listen to the words. Well, isn't it just like five Until, seconds of ad lib? Like, yeah, literally, are going through a breakup. No, no, no. Are you talking about like Calvin Harris style? Like, no, that's not chill house. Like what honestly, I, what am I thinking? Like Rufus Dussol. Like, oh, like chill, like kind of just like vibey, where you can, you know, like whatever. I mean, I couldn't listen to Rufus Dussol because it just reminded me of a Let's horrible see. time with my ex. <laughs> um, but it, we went to the concert the day before we broke up, and anxiety attack city. Like I went to a country music festival. Everything. Oh, oh my god! Like two weeks we broke up. So every freaking artist that's no three or four days. And every song they sang, I was just sitting there with like my eye twitching every time it comes on. <laughs> my God. In my car. You're like, great. Like, oh, we danced to this song. Yeah. Oh, to this song. I'm like, yep. Oh. Yep. The whole thing. And it just like floods everything back, which mm-hmm. is so crazy. Like just thinking about anything in the realm of like music or foods or anything and just like how it, H-spots, like, like- not even with relationships, yeah. but just like life. Like there's just yeah. one chapstick. This black, you know the, <laughs> you know the brand. What the brand chapstick? Chapstick, yeah, it's the worst. And they one. have three colors: it's red, black, and blue are the colors. Yeah. They're classics from like the nineties. Okay. If I like put on or use or smell the black one, <laughs> I just always think about my dad. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> my friends were this. <laughs> my friends were the same way. Their dad really? used to the strawberry chapstick. The yeah, yeah. that's what I. So every yeah. time it's not like it made me think it makes me think of my dad. Yeah, it's wild. Like just like the, the way smells and sounds and things can just bring you back. This to got one so Freudian so is, fast. Like absolutely wild. I remember one time I had a smell. I don't know what the smell was. I have no idea what it was, but I was like, oh my God. And I was like, is my ex here? Like here? Is he- <laughs> and I was that, like, that makes me okay. sense. Like I'm I, I only Especially smelled with, this with him, I swear to God. But with like your guys' perfume and stuff, like that, like I like yeah. I can't see. I can. Yeah. I have selective hearing, but my like sense that I'm so strong with is my nose. I just smell everything. That's why I'm always chewing gum. Um, and I no matter. I like no perfumes. Like, and you can be walking on the other side of the street, and I can pick it up, and I'll be like, oh my god, I know which girl that was on that I was like with. And like that is like hard, that that can change a mood. Like you'll be in an elevator, and some like woman will walk in, and it's just that perfume, and I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna cry all the way to four <laughs> five. Wait, speaking of perfumes, I saw this girl on TikTok. This is hilarious slash kind of psycho-y, but she was like, three things you need to carry in your bag when you go to your new man's house, and one of them was perfume. And she goes, you wake up in the morning, he's using the bathroom, spray that pillow, and then you leave, girl. He thinks about you the rest of the day, and I'm like, oh. Wow. Genius. I could see that. <laughs> I'd be so annoyed. It, I'd be I like, my pillow it. freaking reeks. Right? And she's like, she'll text you later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is such a bizarre. I'm like, wish I had a someone. Yeah, I had someone could do that too. Say but... that they could tell when I've been in a building because of my perfume. 
I feel like yeah. everyone like walk in the bar and walk out. They're like, oh, B was definitely here. And they'll call me and be like, were you just at Live Oak? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I knew it. And I was like, you have a, like a signature, like, oh, I always wear this one perfume. Yeah, it's the Lancome. I cannot pronounce it. Idole? La. Starts with La. Oh, I do the Lancome. I-D-O-L-E. I think it's Lancome. Who Mine's knew? a pink bottle. That's all I know. Mine's pink. It's square. When, you br- when you're going through a breakup, square. folks. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about the same sense we just don't know the name <laughs> you guys will have to exchange notes when i put you on a text chain uh, we're getting near the end of this episode but i did have one pressing question slash kind of a tougher question to answer and maybe glossed over by both of you um and then we do a rapid fire brianna where you pick either sierra or i in a certain situation but we'll get into that in a second my last okay. question is one that i was posed and it's always tough when you like you're in a very committed relationship, a very loving one. That one that ended the way all three of ours ended. Would you ever take the person back? And what does that look like? Like you're in. I'm interested. The reason this question is interesting to me now is because you're way further away from when you broke up. Yeah. You and I are pretty much the same timeline. Yeah. I'm but, pretty sure we got dumped on the same day. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Literally. And. And, and it's fun. And I, oh, it's actually, God. it's this question that made me wait this long and to have this podcast. All three of us were dumped. Yeah. Because there's a very different dynamic yeah. when you are the dumper. Like, it's very hard to dump someone. It's very oh, hard. It's to totally hard. Like, they're very different mm-hmm. forms of a breakup and, like, how to heal from them. And in, like, not a cocky way, it's, like, the first time I've been dumped. And so, but it, like, actually shifted my perspective on being, like, oh, I totally get the feelings on both sides now. Yeah. But... But yeah, I'm curious and I'm happy to start with you, Sierra, since yours is a lot longer ago. If he like say like the the, we'll put the hypothetical is like he comes back in your life this week. Doesn't have to be today, but this week. And he like is like, I I genuinely miss you. I'd like to I'd like to reconnect and start. Right. right, So at least we know you'd throw up the start. I mean, I would (laughs) throw up the start. I mean, the thought has one million percent crossed my mind. Like it crosses my mind often still i mean granted because i haven't been in a serious big relationship since him so it's my last thing that i really have to compare anything to or focus on essentially when i think about love or relationship um and i feel like when the breakup happened i mean like we said it's a grieving process so like i was fully going through everything and i remember telling my best friend slash roommate at the time i was talking to her and i was like no like you know, he needs to be in my life. Like we have so much in common. You know, mm-hmm. I I would really hate to see him just disappear from my life at all. I want to keep him here. It's fine. We can do that. You know, and then we hung out a couple of times post our breakup, which was horrible. Like yeah. there were great times, but like should never do that. Like it just made everything yeah. way worse. But then after I got past that denial phase of like the grieving process and moved past everything else, I mean, it took a while but I was like, I can't have him in my life. Like, I I don't think we can get back together. I don't know if I want to push anything through that because now that I don't have my rose colored glasses on, I see all of the negatives that were happening and I see why it didn't work out. And I understand that we aren't supposed to be together. And so then bringing me to now, if he reached out, I... I really don't know what I would do. Like part of me would say, no, absolutely not. I can't give, like, I can't even go meet you somewhere or see you in public. But then the other part of me is just like, 
let's just test me. Like how well that's cool. have I healed? We're like, so, let's check yourself. If I can go and like, let's just have a little bit of faith in myself that I am healed and that I'm doing really well, that I don't need this person. And I don't have to rely on this person for my feelings to like validate me that I can do that myself and I'm strong enough to walk away. Um, so it's kind of like a, it's like a 50, 50, you know, if he called me, I would probably want to go just to see like one, what the fuck do you have to say to me? Well, I told you what he has to say. He wants to get you back. Oh, I I don't know. I'd really have to just hear him. You're 50, 50. But then I would probably, I wouldn't be able to get back together with him. Okay. There's a firmness. I don't think so. Have you put any thought in like, we're not as fresh. We're not as far out. I'm curious. I have like an interesting response to it, but that's been in the works and through even communication with my ex yeah so right now like this week I would say no because you can't build a home in someone when you still haven't like built a home in yourself and I still feel like I'm not fully there and ready yet like my guard is still up and I still kind of do have trust issues just with the like you just literally just walked out of my life like there was no rhyme or reason just left and like sometimes people have to just leave and that's fine because then I sit back and I'm like you know what maybe they weren't ready and why would I blame them for ending it at the time that they did instead of like continuing to drag me along and do it when things got deeper and kind of other things like that but like I would never say that I would completely close the door because it was a healthy breakup and we were like such good friends and everything but um I would say there's a crack in the door right now, but okay. I wouldn't yeah. we'll open it back up. But a no for now, but a cr- leaving the crack open. And it's actually, you said something so interesting because although we have the same style of breakup, so the home thing is so right. Like my, oh, yeah. my ex came into my life at a time where I was putting it all together and felt same. great, but it was the inverse for why we broke up because she like with her career with what was going on with the strikes out here in LA with her family being 2,400 miles away. It wasn't set for her. I think I've been sitting on this question for a long time. And I, to be fair, have answered it with my like therapist. The answer for me is no, but not by my choice. It's no right now because I care so deeply for that person that like, I want her to be so secure, so happy, so found and know exactly what she wants because I couldn't get back into a relationship with her if she remained indecisive. But mm-hmm. I would, True. it's like, it's a hard thing because I I would totally take her back. Like, and it took me a long time to think about that. And like, I would totally take her back, not like jump in, you ask the question, I say yes, and we're boyfriend, girlfriend again, but I would totally take back just even like the element of us going out again, us spending all that time together again and everything. Yeah. I just will not like, it's such an interesting thing. Cause when you cheated on, you have the, you know, what's going to happen. And when it repeats, it'd be the same thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm not saying it's like that, but I know that if I got back together with her without her having found herself or her determining what she wants in her life, cause even that could be without me. Like she could determine mm-hmm. that like the relationship was great, but like now that I've fully found myself, like there's just a different path I'm going to be on completely but uh it's like good for like you like you said you wanted her to be happy no i want like the perfect outcome for absolutely. her oh, yeah same. Um, absolutely. but yeah like that would and it's so funny because like i just will not allow my like i in a perfect world that her coming back to la and like 
us hanging out again and her asking the question, I know, like I basically just said to the camera, like my first response there would be like, are you set? Like, we're not doing yeah. this again. I'm not getting right. back together with you only for you to leave again in six months. Like that sucked. It hurt. There's nothing I could have done about it. And there's nothing I, I wanted to do about it. I want you to go find yourself. And so it's an interesting way, but like, it's like, it's not, it's, it's a basically not my choice. No, like it, it's a no for me right now, but it's yeah. like, but not because that's what I want. Also a question when, since you guys are on like a similar timeline here and you just stated like you and your ex have been like in communications post breakup, mm -hmm. have you and your ex been besides the birthday on the boat, <laughs> been like in some type of communication? Cause I feel like that's also a very, especially with the question that you're posing, Yeah, but just, and also in terms of, a person healing a lot of people have different views on like nope cutting it off absolutely not i need to heal myself and other yeah. people are like no like yeah we text here and there and it's fine but like what what about you um we did at first like and i did really appreciate this of him like he would text me like how are you yeah it's yeah like, obviously i appreciate it. It. when i get those too it like yeah. kind of brings a smile for sure yeah it does it's like wow like, like he's a great guy like so i was like thank you for that but I, I have something. We can return to that. Okay. Um, I have a I have a thought. Me being way post. Okay. <laughs> um, but now no, we don't necessarily communicate. We don't run into each other here in Nashville, which is fine. Like he's trying to do his thing career-wise. I'm doing my thing career-wise. And I think for the both of us, it's what's healthy because I mean, yeah. we did break up because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And if he wouldn't have held me accountable. And left for the reason he did, like, I probably wouldn't have became the person I am right now or kind of gotten the opportunities I've gotten recently. And I feel kind of weird saying that, but like, yeah. yeah. So I'm like thankful that he took the step back to end it because he saw that I wasn't progressing. Yeah. And not that I was like holding him back. Yeah. yeah. It was a... It, it, a nice gesture in a way. Yeah, you're like, okay, you <laughs> recognize it, even though I yeah, couldn't, or maybe I did, but I wasn't able to actually pull the trigger. Yeah. Type of thing. And it's just crazy to think like there is like the especially with you and I, like finding appreciation in our like breakup. Yeah. And that and she has heard me say this under like there's so much appreciation for this girl. Like I don't know how to explain it, but she like altered my, my like brain chemistry in oh. the best most positive way like i just i'm not judgmental i don't i don't care yeah. about what other people think about my relationship i don't care what other people are doing in their relationship she like yeah. freed my brain she like opened up my anxiety like opened up my anxiety it's not a bad like she like in terms of her being there to hear it to understand it to like help me be somebody who doesn't just give you the okie doke answer but just at, like be there and uh, it, I can't thank her enough because she showed me that that's a possibility in the future. Mm -hmm. And so even on her way out, it's just all the amazing she did along the way. Mm -hmm. And again, the what if turning into even if we go our separate ways, I was left with an incredible yeah. build of like a relationship and how it works. And like, I couldn't like, I, she probably thinks it's all poppycock when I say it to her over text, like, cause I've let her know this stuff, but it's like, no, it's genuine. It's it, like you've made yeah. me a better person yeah yeah it's what, like when I first met my recent ex like I was still I still had so much anger built up in me because the ex before that 
slept with my best friend. And that was like, um, I really struggled with that. We literally have the same. I know it's so weird. <laughs> but... My ex before that cheated on me. All right. So here we go. So, um, well, okay. So he didn't cheat on me. Okay. He, not cheat, but slept we, were with... brought, we were getting back together because we had broken up for a little bit. Yeah. Um, we were getting back together and he had slept with her behind my back. And then I found the her name on his phone. I was like, what is this? But, um, oh, I know. So anyway, I was just I was talking about right. this exact situation at, with my friends the other day, like literally yesterday, we were like, what do you do? Who are you mad at? Are you mad at both? Yeah. Oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry you went through that. That is horrible. Um, no, I mean, I'm, I don't know, but he, I remember like mentioning her name and he was like, why don't you like her? I was like, maybe because she did this, like she disrespected me. And he was like, obviously like it takes more energy to like dislike someone than to like someone he was like I promise you if you learn how to forgive her forgive him not care anymore then you're gonna feel like a weight off your chest yeah I was like that's so true like the second you stop caring you're free because like what is there to care about it's so so much easier said than done it is it is is. just let it go but but it's super it's super self-caring so like when like when you give up caring about that that external factors and you go back yeah. to being internal and caring about yourself that's why it yeah. it changes your it changes your momentum your energy like everything Absolutely. You no, it does I was such a happier person after yeah. that I didn't take the time to like or not take the time but like see something pop up on social media of, her, right. of just her and then having that anger build back up in me it yeah. was just like cool I'm glad she's doing well yeah, yeah. Clear mind. That's that I'm very appreciative and that's from. and that's by the way hard to get to but like so but yeah. impressive to build on and like make a reality um we crushed it you especially and you especially um so thank you both for doing this episode because it's like it's a hard episode for sure um we're gonna end it with a light thing so rapid fire so essentially what it is i'm going to do five questions you're going to pick me or sierra the way you pick is just saying ethan or sierra i ask a simple question our first question always is which one of us do you think is going to get married first (laughs) and feel free to hurt feelings that's kind of the name of the game here yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm really just trying to. Oh, I just met Sierra. That's always <laughs> the best part. Her story. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to go with you, Ethan, because you sound a little more closed off right now. All Me? right. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm back, baby. <laughs> um, which one of well, us? Well, you said you were kind of hanging out with someone recently. I yes, but I but I feel like I'm in that still might hurt you phase thing. Okay. I'm still probably getting over some hurt, but gotcha. I, I feel bad for the girls I've been hanging out with of late, but that's a different story for a different day. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> when you said that, I was like, ooh, ow. Um, which one of us do you think would be a more successful country singer? Um, wow. It's really stumping her today. I know, I'm giving her good ones. Yeah, you're giving me good ones. Sierra, sing me a little melody. <laughs> God, yes, I some just your thought. <laughs> I'd sing for her earlier. Maybe like them. Oh God. Here. <laughs> Which one of us do you think would be more successful out on Broadway, whether it's making a new friend or picking up a person of the opposite sex? Sierra. Ouch. I'm gonna like that one hurts a little bit. <laughs> Is it because I you know what? Is it because I told you I love you at the club? Because that was <laughs> He did tell me to love me. I was drunk. I was drunk. Let's just remember that one. Um, more likely to be on a reality TV show. Uh, you. Nice. Nice. I will take that 100%. And then lastly, because uh, I clearly was not very prepared for this. Lastly, which one of us 
survives on Naked and Afraid the longest. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. I actually don't disagree with the one. I always the survival ones I throw out there. I do expect Sierra to outlast me. I'm a little bit of a diva, is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically the show. Anything you want to pitch, promote, Zest Vodka, shout out. I'm gonna tag you in this. Um, anything else you wanna anything else you want to promote? Your Instagram, your socials, what's going on? True. What do you got going on in your life? Um, right now I'm just managing like the Zest Vodka social media and Sunburn Drink social media. Love it. Amazing. So check those yeah. out. And then you're at Brianna Ferringer on Instagram. I think I'm at Brianna Got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, never, I never remember handles, but like, I can't even honestly. Handle. I texted my friend the other day, and I was like, "What's my Instagram handle?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I always forget if I have a zero or just the four behind my name because somebody had to be Ethan Rose before me, apparently. But um, yeah, Sierra, any parting thoughts on this one? Um, no, this was really, really great. Very healthy of all of us. Very mature. We're doing great. You know, people say people, you know, will come and go in your life and some people are temporary and some people are permanent, but it's all just, I really feel like teach you lessons in life. And I feel like we've all learned a lot from all the people that have come in and out of our lives. And I think it's super important. Um, and we'll find a train. People have to get on the train and then people have to stop that they need to get off of. Absolutely. I I'm couldn't, have, right back on the train. <laughs> I couldn't have said it any better. You guys closed the show greatly. So we will catch you next time, everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening. Peace. Woo. You'll get none. You'll get none. You'll get none. I can't say that it gets to me, but every time I pull my head up, is a flex of V. You'll get none. You'll get none. You'll get none, you'll get absolutely nothing Every time I get the breath to breathe, you're next to me Building up some press release to get none You'll get none, you'll get one, oh girl Hell yeah, I'm up in this bitch, Zach up in this bitch I've arrived with a motherfucking bucket full of CDs I'm flying out my city and it's really something Busmen, little buildings and the hills amongst them Tickets cop down Cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage A bigger wage Just coming from what's pumping in my ribcage I'm getting paid And nothing's new again now my dick again, yep I came up out what I used to claim Back in blacker days, now I move the ball forward I'm cracking open pack of plays, Dave I'm pumped about your son, man, your one man That got me into music in the first place In the worst ways, I, I wanna give your boy the gift of feeling right brain To know the love that mom and pop and Drew and us have contained I, I can't say that it gets to me But every time I pull my head up, there's a flex to feed You'll get none, you'll get none, you'll get None, you'll get absolutely nothing Every time I get the breath to breathe You're next to me With your fucking press release You'll get none You'll get none You'll get one Oh, girl Everybody want a piece when you are rock star They wanna talk about the bottles and the lobster They never talk about the inner piece of lockdown Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.